Nick's theory. This is episode. How many times are you guys gonna make me burp in order to get this started? We we just like to make you burp a lot more okay. than you should be. Good. Today's episode twenty three. I think. Uh, and guess what? We had I had the baby. Oh course, my goodness! Anybody that follows our other channels knew this a long time ago. Yeah. But oh on the, wow! On the podcast. This is our first oh, time recording. With I am a different person. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I don't like being pregnant at the end of pregnancy, or the beginning. Only a, like one month in the middle. Am I okay with it? <laughs> And then, like, the day of, it's nice to have the baby and be done with Yes. It. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that just, it felt like great. the last two months dra- drug on and on and on. That's just typical pregnancy, oh. though. That's like every time you're pregnant. Okay, well, give me pregnancy brain so I can forget the pain of it so that I can have another baby one day, maybe. <laughs> that and will not. just happen automatically. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But definitely happy to have little boy Max here. Yeah. He, uh, if you're just listening, um, we're we're recording video for our YouTube channel, and he's just out of the frame, eating eating some, food. Some food. So if you hear munching sounds like or slurping or burping, chomp chomp, ouch. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you he's know what nursing. we're talking about today, Rebecca? Well, of course, we're talking about. Should we tell them about the birth? That'll be another episode, but we should re- we could record that today later. I win. So in the last episode, <laughs> we talked about um, how we were hiring people. We hired Ryan to do more treasure hunts for us. We hired your parents um, to help us with treasure hunts, and uh, we just barely touched on that we helped your parents move into a rental house. Yeah. Close by, because um, they were trying to get out of. The town that they were living in before in Mount Don't Pleasant. Look. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you able to even pay attention? Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting modest. Don't look. <laughs> Hopefully nothing has to be edited out. <laughs> okay. I was just nursing the baby. Okay. So we helped your parents move into a rental. Yes. And uh, Shinoe was going to the high school close by. Mm-hmm. And then how long, were, how long were they in that rental for? Was it only like six months? It, it was, was just a year. It was one year. A full like Christmas. That's right. Yeah. Didn't. No, I'm pretty sure they it was there one for year. a whole year. Because sure they was. moved there in the summertime. Was it month to month contract maybe? I think it was month to month. I think they were only there for like six months. They moved there mm-hmm. in the summer. And then we had the Christmas treasure hunt like at the end of November. And then soon after that is when we bought the house in okay. Spanish Fork. Uh, timeline wise i feel like everything is just messed up in my brain because it's been a whirlwind so much has happened in such a short period of time it really has especially because you know like my parents in my mind they stayed in that house they were in that house for like 17 years or something down in mount pleasant yeah that's a long long time to be in one place you know and so in my mind it's like they were there for forever and then all of a sudden they're just in new places all the time and it's like chaotic and crazy even if it's, it wasn't it just feels like it was mm-hmm. <laughs> is it meal time on the other side now he might have a burp oh little Max, this is our life now literally this juggling babies and filming has between, been so crazy between meal. like he slept for like four hours literally this morning yeah that's when we should have been filming this. Then. <laughs> 
Uh, it's, it's our life. <laughs> Notice how we both sighed at the same time. Yeah. But he's a month old right now. He's he's getting pretty fat too. <laughs> yeah, because he's eating like all the time. It's okay, little Maxie boy. I'm just going to nurse him on the We're other side. I'm just trying then. to film a video. So we moved your parents into this really yes. nice, huge rental house. I mean, it wasn't that nice, but it was huge. And it, it had like everything massive. they needed. It was like 3,000 something, over 3,000 square feet just for my mom and my dad and Jared and Shinaway, my and siblings. Shinaway. So Ryan and Jessica were still living with us in Springville. Yep. Um, and I don't remember what happened a lot that fall. I think we had CVX Live was, was that summer or that fall. Um, yeah. And... Like oh, I, actually, that was the time up in Salt Lake. That was the CVX up in Salt Lake, right? I think so. Yeah, because I had made like the platform nine and three quarters door that was magic that magneted, magneted back together. Yeah. <laughs> we had a big booth that year. Yeah, the biggest so um, far. But not a lot happened that whole fall, I feel like. It was just, it wasn't until Christmas that we did a big Christmas treasure hunt. Um, yeah. And that went really, really well on our it channel. It did. That was a really good one. That one was the magic of Christmas. It had the magic where we, in it. Where we had Santa <laughs> give us some clues and we got Santa's yes. Christmas bag up on the roof. That was such a good one. That was a really fun one. Especially <laughs> the voice of Santa. <laughs> and like actual Santa. Like actual Santa, yeah. yeah. Well, the voice of the elf. Wait. Oh, right. We're, there's no pretenses here. Everything is... Uh, we're like, are we talking in uh, adult <laughs> Everything's language? raw. On this okay, if you're a child, don't listen to this part <laughs> because you're going to be disappointed. Hey, if you're listening to Beach Theory, you're going to get spoilers. <laughs> That's so. true. For, For everything. For everything. <laughs> <laughs> this, this channel should be the life life spoilers. <laughs> oh, oh no. Maxie, can we give him to someone else to burp and hold and Probably. pamper? But he's so cute. Not when he's crying. All the viewers want to hear his little voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm just patting his back now. So what do you want to do? So that f Christmas, while we were doing the Christmas treasure hunt, we did that early December, I remember, because we wanted to get in on it early before yeah. like the rush of wintertime Which views. was a very good idea. But very soon after that, we moved into a house with your parents. We bought yes. a house. Before Christmas even. Before it was Christmas. one week before Christmas because yeah. I was like, I wish we were here the whole holiday season. <laughs> That's what I remember thinking. Yeah. So <laughs> so basically we took your whole, your parents and Jessica and Jet Ryan and Jared and Shinaway yep. and all of us. And we and combined two households. We combined both households into into one, and we bought a big house that was like what six, five or six thousand. Five and a half thousand square feet. Five and a half thousand square feet. Yeah. A uh, multi-level home. So your parents lived in the basement. We were With living the kitchen, in the top. With a kitchen, two bedrooms. We had a kitchen up, and then in the two above was us and our living space, and it was a kitchen and. How many bedrooms? We had an office and one, two, three, four. We had like five two, bedrooms three, in our living four. space. Yeah, Ryan and Jared were in like one that. bedroom and Jessica and Shinoe shared a basement bedroom with your parents' living yeah. space. But we canceled the, uh, the rental that your parents were in. Yep. And then we turned our house in Springville into a rental. For the first time. That was the first time we've ever and done that. I've always wanted to own a rental property. This is, okay, rewind a million years ago when we were getting engaged <laughs> 10 years ago, he expressed to me while we were engaged, he said, listen, 
this is what my dad does. He buys rentals and he puts them up for rent and he has a lot of like money in those rentals and they're all being paid for by other people and that's exactly what I want to do. I don't want to have to I want he's like I want passive income so that I can do whatever I want with my life. And I'm like good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's all. And he's like and I also want to be a beekeeper. Those were his two like goals in life. And third, he wanted to be uh able to homeschool the kids. So it was homeschooling, beekeeping, and real estate, real investing. estate investing and he wanted to just get to a point where it was like he doesn't have to work or do anything else or worry about anyone else but just teach the kids and that's it and i said good luck because i don't want to do homeschool i want to do public school <laughs> so, so he's been doing the homeschooling that's right over all the years i was yep. doing all the homeschooling um <clears throat> and then here we are finally owning our first rental property yeah. So we bought our second house. That was the house we bought. Uh-huh. Uh, and we and at the time, we parents. were like, this is too, this might be too big to ever put up for rent. Oh, yeah. So big, but we'll just get like it anyway because it's the only house that will fit everyone in it. It was the perfect size for us at the time. We needed that. Yes. Bigger space for us. A good, huge step up. Huge step up. And it was really interesting moving in and living with your parents because a lot of people think, oh, you're living with the in-laws. How is that? It's like always with this like, oh, I feel so be, sorry for that you. That must be really tone of voice. hard, right? <laughs> and actually, your parents are really awesome. They are. They're easy to live with. Yeah. And if we're ever having a problem with something, like if somebody's doing something that we don't like or if we're doing something that they don't like, we just kind of get together and have a little family meeting and we talk about yeah. it and we work well, through it. Well, that was one of the very first fine. things that we decided. I was like okay, mom and dad, I really want to do this. I think it will benefit everyone. Everybody was on the same page. And I said, we have the only way we can do this is if everybody wants to do it. If my mom was like the only one that didn't want to do it or my dad or me, you know, then we wouldn't have done it. We all had to be be 100% on the exact same page to be like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Let's dive in. And, And that was one of the precursors was, you know, if anyone is unhappy, we have to talk about it because I do not want this to ruin anyone's relationship with anyone. We just have to communicate. That's the biggest thing. As long as we can communicate, this will work. If we can't communicate, somebody's going to get unhappy and, and we'll be miserable. I think that's, you know, a lot, so many people think living with in-laws must be the most miserable thing. But I think that's because they don't have a good communication relationship with yeah. their in-laws. And there's definitely things that I don't feel comfortable, Rebecca, approaching your parents about. But then you talk to me. So I I talk talk to to you and I say, hey, Becca, this thing's bothering me. Let's go talk to your parents. And then you like you and I get on the same page. Yep. And then you bring it to your parents and then we all kind of talk about it. Yeah. And And it's I mean, has there ever been a time that you can think of that it was like, no, we can't talk to them about that. No, we talked about everything. Yeah. If it's bothering us. Okay. The only thing. (laughs) Is when I was pregnant, just barely, (laughs) because emotionally I couldn't handle any confrontation at the end. Like it was just like just the littlest bit of confrontation or anything negative put me over the edge. And I just felt like I was going to explode like emotionally. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Well, after moving in with them in the same house for like the next six months, I felt like it was really, really good. But it yeah. makes it better when you're not pregnant. Oh, it's so much better when, then, I'm, when I'm not pregnant. Uh, but there were challenges, too, <laughs> because I remember, like, when we were living all under the same roof, 
you know, we, we have ways that we parent our kids. Yes. So like there are certain boundaries that we set for our kids. Like, okay, kids, you're not allowed don't to do, do this, this thing yeah. or this is too far. This is acceptable. Well, those same boundaries might not be the same in the eyes of your parents. They have or, never been. Or, <laughs> or anyone else in your family. Yeah. And so it be, ba- it basically m- my family parents differently than we do. Right. Together. And so that was that was one of the times where, you know, we'd had to have a talk where we're like, okay, we're okay if the kids are doing this thing. You might not like that. They can play in the front yard. The that front yard has the only space to play. They have to play somewhere outside, you know, like, and they're like, but it's so close to the road. And it's like, well, they have to learn they have not to, learn to the go boundaries. in the road. Right. And, and my parents or our family is more like, well, just jump in and make sure they don't touch it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, so don't d- get too so close. So many times we'd be like, it's okay if you guys do this, kids. And the kids would be doing it. And then They'd your parents or Jessica or Ryan or some Shinaway would come in and get after the kids. Yeah. And the kids are now in trouble. And we're like, no, we said it was okay. Like, and this is all just like, boundaries. this is, these are small things, right? They're not huge. It's not like, oh, great. I can't live here. I cannot handle this. You know? Right. It's like, okay, this is where, <laughs> you know, we're the parents. Make sure to give us, resp- like, let us be the parents, you know? Right. And that's been a conversation. That's probably the most consistent conversation we've had to have. Let us be the parents. Let us be the parents. Be. Yeah, that is Just definitely. Just let us be the parents. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'd say you probably know? seven or eight out of ten yeah. conversations are about <laughs> how let we parent. Let us be the parents. Well, because <laughs> all of the confrontation is like, look at what the children have done. <laughs> you know, they they came in our house in the morning when everyone was asleep and ate all the candy in all every single pantry. <laughs> That's true. That's happened. They've done that multiple times. Well, because our house is kid-proof. You know, we have the candy in a specific place. We know the kids can't get to it. The kids know the boundaries. Yeah. But the kids learn, hey, if I sneak downstairs before (laughs) mom and dad get up and I schmooze grandma and grandpa, (laughs) they might let me have their candy. Or, like, our kids will, like, be like, okay, go get some cereal and milk. And they're like... Oh, I don't want cereal and milk. So they go down to grandma and grandpa's house where they're making bacon and eggs and pancakes. Right. And they're like, can I have some food? <laughs> I'm starving to death. My parents don't feed me. My parents it's don't like, give us anything. We're so hungry. Like, there's cereal and milk. Go, go eat it. <laughs> they like give puppy dog eyes to everybody. And then we hear from everyone else. Did you know your kids gave me puppy dog eyes and made me feel guilty for eating my own food? <laughs> That's like <laughs> one of the biggest conversations. <laughs> so we had to like basically make the downstairs basement where your parents off were limits. living was totally off limits. Can't uh, go down yeah. there. Unless you ask our permission or theirs. Right. You can't just run down there when you want to run away from your chores or <laughs> run away from our life here. That's so miserable, apparently. Because we make you do stuff that grandparents don't. Eat your vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in a way, it's kind of like your parents don't get to be grandparents. I know. That is one thing. It's funny because I think my other siblings are wishing sometimes that they had the setup that we have where, you know, we get to be around grandparents all the time. But the problem, I mean, it's not all fun and games. There's a, there's parts of it that are like, oh, that's so sad, actually. Like, um, often when the other grandkids come around... Like, the kids will finally get to have candy. Or they'll finally get to be treated like a grandkid. But, like, when they're just here all the time, I'm like, Mom, you can't give them candy. They will ask every day, 
10 and times a day. that will be all that they eat. That will be all they eat. And, and they, they will be so food. grumpy. And the thing is, my mom and dad, you know how grandparents will be like, I'm going to feed them all this candy and send them home to their parents so i don't have to deal with them well my parents don't get to do do that they ever get to if they told feed, them no <laughs> and if they feed them full of candy then they'll be watching them so they know not to do that like <laughs> that'll be really they have to live with the consequences <laughs> of feeding all their grandkids no tons of we candy. don't make them do anything but it's just like you know they'll see they see what they they can't send them home you know they're in the same house and that makes a big difference yeah, but it's been a lot of fun, too. I think one of my favorite things is the kids have a really, really close relationship with yeah. your mom and dad, with their grandma yeah. and grandpa. And I think that's really special. I never you know? had that. I and never I'd, had I that. I didn't either. Like, I saw my grandparents once every couple of years growing up. Wow. Like, I love my grandma and grandpa, um, you know, but it's like to be able to live with them, they have this really tight connection yeah. that I think is so special because that that wisdom that comes from you know age just knowing from being around for so long and learning so many yeah. things like they get lessons from your mom and dad that we could never teach yeah, them yeah and that we don't teach them and sometimes it's ones that we don't want them to have <laughs> no just kidding most of the, like all well, the time like it's good ones letting them watch pg-13 movies <laughs> yeah i'm like I'm like Dad! i would never let my kids watch that movie i'm like oh our kids can't watch that and james is like i've already seen it three times with grandpa i'm just like are you kidding me grandpa <laughs> can't spank grandpa <laughs> too bad because i would it's so funny that like your, your your dad's this bad influence on our kids because like when i met you your whole family they couldn't watch a movie without beeping out every single swear I know. Word. so I it's know. like your family would like cringe at the littlest things in I any know. movie but now here it is grandpa's showing my little kids pg-13 it's different movies. he's always been like that i remember james <laughs> when he was like this age Grandpa, maybe a little bit older than this, but Grandpa was like, here's some ice cream, grandchild. And I'm like, get that out of my kid's face. What do you think you're doing? Stop. And he's like, I can do whatever I want. This is my first grandkid. <laughs> uh, you can't spank me. And I'm just like, get out of here. Stop it. You're going to get me in trouble because Michael won't won't say anything. And then he'll be like, can you believe he did that? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, there's like a boundary and I just don't want to cross that. You know, like they're well, not my mom and dad. Yeah. I can't get after them yeah. the way that you can. <laughs> and I want to keep it that way. At least for as you long know what? as possible. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. This is how we work. And it's it's working so far. Nobody's killed each other yet. So <laughs> I guess we're okay. But it's great because, you know, your dad loves to go fishing. And so James yeah. gets to go out on the four-wheelers with your dad to the local pond. Yeah. And they get to go fishing together and just have these memories. Like, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. You know, and I think... Like, I don't want any of my siblings to hear this now. I'm like, oh no, it sounds so wonderful. And hey, we I mean, it is good, but there's the there's bad some bad. Too. Like, it's not all Tell sunshine all and butterflies. Let's talk about all the drama. Yeah. Well, we just did. Okay, all the drama. Let's Kids sum it up into movies, one word. Huh. One word. What could all the drama? Oh, pregnancy. The drama didn't start till you were pregnant. It's true. Is that what you're saying? Yep. It all started <laughs> when I got pregnant. Because I, I actually warned the whole family. I said, guys, I, I sat everyone down. Like every adult in the family. I was like, I have to tell you something. You know, I get 
pretty miserable and dramatic and not fun when I'm pregnant. And I'm warning you right now, don't mess with me. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm serious. <laughs> it's going to be bad. And they're like, oh, no, it'll be fine. You're always so nice. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you guys have no idea. It's going to get real bad. It's going to get real bad. And they're like, okay. And then it got real bad. But it's mostly I have no sense of humor. Like, my sense of humor goes out the window well, when I'm pregnant. It's just like your dad. You know, he's got a bad back. He's funny. And when his back but when he's is, grumpy. When his back is in a lot of pain, yeah. he's not messing around. He's, yeah. he's not in a joking attitude. Yeah. So it's just, it has to do with pain, yeah. discomfort. <laughs> yeah. But I felt, I was like, oh, man. I, I really am like a different person. I feel so much better not being pregnant. Anyways. So <laughs> when we first moved into the house, we were looking mm. at um, putting in like a... a an electric stair thing for your oh, parents. Oh, yeah. Because we were like, okay, we want this to be comfortable. We, want them to be the we most thought we were going to be in that house for like three or five years was yeah. kind of the mindset going in. So we're like, we want to make it comfortable. And your, your dad's got a bad back and your mom has bad hips. Yep. So we didn't want them walking up and down stairs all the time. So uh -huh. we're like, how can we make this as like comfortable for them as possible yep. the whole time we're living here? Um, and they did have a basement entry, but it wasn't quite on the it same level. It was like, yeah, they had to walk through the yard and it was like at a slant and it was kind of uncomfortable and muddy or like... We moved there in the at Christmas time. Yeah. And so for months it was snowy and muddy, so they never really used the basement entry. Yeah. But during the summertime, I know they used it a lot. Yeah. A lot more because it was... So it was all one entrance. Everybody mm -hmm. went in the same door Everybody when they came in the home. front door and they just went down the stairs. And your parents had to use our laundry room. Yep, so we there's a lot more share sharing in that room. house than there is in this house. But we almost didn't film at all in the basement. Like, we might have yeah. filmed a handful of videos the entire time we lived there. Because the it was basement. their space. It's their house, you know? That's how we look at it. Even though we're sharing a house, it's like, no, that's their house. We wanted to respect this is their our privacy, house, you their know? own space. I mean, we all... I mean, they live, lived in their own house, separate of us, for 17 years. Yeah. And so, I mean, not separate of me. I was there for a little while. <laughs> for 18 years. <laughs> yeah, well, not 18 years, but yeah, in their household, not that, right. that house. But <laughs> anyways, so yeah, we just, I don't know. It's, I, we recognized that it was a hard transition for them too. And you know what? It really was. My mom struggled a lot just with the idea of, you know, they've always been very independent, very self-sufficient like as much as they can be and so the idea of joining forces uh, households and you know sharing really that becoming dependent i mean they're living yeah. with us because we bought the house yeah so they so that was really hard on them it was my mom she just i don't know i i can't even explain it other than every now and then i would see her have breakdowns where she just would cry and try to figure out who she was as a person after after you know everything changed well because at this point Shinoi now as an adult she and jared she no more Shinoi's the youngest her yeah. youngest and Shinoi is the youngest she's the baby and she turned 18 soon after we moved into that house yep so, so it's not just moving into the house it's like it's also becoming empty nester like in a way because now none of the kids are like minors dependent yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's grown up. Things are changing. You know, it's a different life, different world for them. Everything basically changed. Right. Everything. So 
finding That's new transition. roots, especially after having roots in a house for 17 years, you know. And to, to move from Mount Pleasant, she had to go through all of her things. Oh, and that was really difficult. And like Just throw emotional. away a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and get and, and get rid of the things that were the ch- all of the different kids. Nine kids in a three-bedroom house. Oh, and it was a pioneer house. There was cracks and crevices everywhere to have lots of stuff. And like, all the kids kind of left their stuff there when they moved out. And mm-hmm. so it was a f- it was it wasn't just a matter of oh I've moved. It was a matter of I've moved from this house that I've been in for 17 years. That's become a huge part of my identity as a person. Yep, and I have nine kids worth of junk left over that I need to sort and it's all on her and she has to make sure it gets back to the right owner and she doesn't want anybody to get after her if she throws it away. Right. So she's very, very <laughs> adamant of making sure it gets back to them. I'm, so, sometimes I'm amazed at some more, of the stuff she's kept. Sometimes she wants it more than they do and then she's like, wow, I kept this for 17 years and you don't even care about it, you know? <laughs> like old things that you made in the first grade. Yeah. Like art projects or report cards. Way more than 17 like years in a lot of cases, too. Stuff that's like, wow, I can't believe she even kept, like, she I didn't boxes. even know I had a lot of stuff because I was like, I'm going to get all my stuff out when I move out of the house just so I'm not a burden to mom and dad. And when I did, I really thought I got it all. And then... 10 years later, she comes with all these boxes full of papers from like my, my elementary school years that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fun though. It is fun. Kind of fun it to look fun. back and see all those school things that you'd done. Yeah. All those years ago. Yeah. But at the same time, she had that burden on her of caring and, for Which all I don't think is fair, stuff. you know? And so it's been kind of a process ever since, really, ever since she moved into the rental. So she moved into the rental and then we moved into the house mm-hmm. the last house we were in and like ever since then every move every month it's just been a matter of like filtering through all the stuff mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that builds up over years emotionally too yeah and it's just emotions with everything things. yeah so to declutter it's almost like ripping a piece of yourself off and throwing it away it's not just a physical <laughs> decluttering like it's yeah. an emotional and mental decluttering yep. too totally like, removing an entire like a like a emotional baggage burden that's been on you like the memories that come with it and yeah. she's always had been a very nostalgic person and so it's hard for her so anyways that's been uh, a hard process mm-hmm. <laughs> that's been, that's been one of the most surprising things for me i think i thought it would be easier in a lot of ways and then it's not yeah to get rid of this stuff or to help declutter but it's not we're talking like there's so 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 much stuff she's not a hoarder you know it's just a matter of being in a small house with so many people right and then all of those people leaving and leaving all their stuff there (laughs) not all of it but a lot of their stuff a lot of the stuff that they just didn't really care too much about but it, it ended up on her shoulders yeah and, and there's been other challenges too, like um, not just decluttering and learning how to get along with each other, but um, with our life being on the internet, there's a lot of family who watch our videos that see one side of our life. Don't see the other. And they don't see the other. And so they think, 
we're just partying every day and <laughs> yeah. they're just like not getting to be a part of that. Spend one week with us and you will find out that it's not all fun and games. Right. I mean, it's gotten better because you hired an editor, but it's... <laughs> a couple editors. Yeah, it's a little a bit manager. easier than that now, but... <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, we've had to delegate a lot of our job responsibilities just because it's hard to juggle everything by myself. But that's just with the growth of the business. Yeah. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is that challenge, that family challenge of other family members seeing what we're doing and living close to grandma and grandpa yeah. and feeling like, hey, like, that's not fair. Or, you know, you treat the kids differently. Like, just working through that family drama has also been a really big challenge, too. And yeah. I'm, I'm not bringing this up to try and call people out or make anybody feel bad. No. It's just that's our life and that's what we've been dealing with yeah and we well i mean think about how many reality. siblings between me and you there's eight there's 18 kids in both of our <laughs> i mean not <laughs> it's like yours mine and ours i don't no. think our families my my side of the family no. cares so much no it's mostly mine because it's my parents yeah you know if it was your parents in your house and every member different. of your family has been really close to your mom and dad it, yeah. All the adults, like once the kids in Rebecca's family become adults, they still call home to mom and dad regularly, at yeah. least weekly. Which is weird Sometimes to you, but it's not yeah, to it's, me. It's Michael's like, me. what? I call. I think I called her this year. Yeah, like once literally on Mother's Day, maybe. <laughs> if Only I, because I reminded him. <laughs> no joke. That's if exactly. I talk to my family once every few months, like that's pretty good for me. Yeah. And so the idea that her siblings call mom just to talk or download or vent or whatever like yeah that happens so often they're really close to your parents and so to see your parents through our videos interacting with our kids all the time i think they're like but i want that you know and that yeah and well that is understandable i mean that's understandable how would we feel I think I would want my kids to be closer. I would make a, an extra effort to try and be there more. Well, it makes sense. You, know? you have awesome parents. Yeah. Who wouldn't want your parents to be in their kids' yeah. lives? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they really are great. You heard that here first, mom and dad. <laughs> if you were watching. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, uh, I I don't think I could do it if I didn't have such a good relationship with your parents. Yeah. I mean, we've been married 10 Honestly, years. Honestly, Michael sometimes deal well, most of the time, deals with my family better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and that is not an exaggeration. I think and it was my especially family while even you were pregnant. <laughs> especially while I was pregnant. But it's it's not an exaggeration at all. Like he will most of the time he's able to just handle it really gracefully and diplomatically and I'm like like Yeah. Anyways, let's not give examples. Um but anyway, that's been part of the challenge of living together is getting the judgment from other family members too, and yeah. working past that. But and I and I think we've it's all about to communicating. The thing is, we right. have such good communication with mom and dad that, like, I think sometimes we forget that we also need to communicate with the rest of the family right. and tell them what's kind of going on. Or and not always. Like, I don't want to feel like oh, I have to report to the rest of the family or else that will start to make me unhappy you know it could literally become a full-time job just oh, communicating yeah there's so many updating people every single member of your family it's a yeah. good thing we got marco polo so yeah that's been a big <laughs> help with kind of just letting everybody know what's going on and we recently got a marco polo for your family too yeah because and was, that's been really helpful too it's been really fun yeah just just to make sure that everybody's on the same page like hey if there's a family party coming up Rather than having to make 
10 calls to yep. make sure everybody's been informed. Which is really more Biden. like 15 at least calls because most people don't answer. <laughs> so we just posted on Anyways. Marco Polo. I don't know if you're familiar. It's an app on the phone. It's uh, just a video texting basically it's basically video texting to a group and so yeah. we just say hey guys and so the whole family can watch it if they care if they don't care they don't have to, they don't watch, have to watch it and, yep. it's nobody, and sometimes nobody i do that because it's just so many people posting so many sometimes things. The people just have full-on conversations or goof off oh yeah it's fun polos. though sometimes like, it's really fun and sometimes it's like okay i gotta turn off my notifications or sometimes <laughs> it's just like hey just to let everybody know hospital visit right we're pregnant no they, they've never said that i think they always say that in person <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways so anyway that was that's been really fun and so we lived together for in that house for quite a while but i think that's it for today's podcast i just wanted to talk about moving in living yes. together the whole experience and what it's that entailed been good it's been a learning curve there are some times where i feel like jealous of people that don't have other people living in their house Definitely honestly i'm like too. i like go to other people's houses and i'm like where's the other family wait you don't have one what that you don't have to communicate with lots of people before you do stuff you don't what? have to consult with six adults before you make any decision what <laughs> how lucky you are we had you and me <laughs> we had eight adults we had you oh. and me your mom and your dad and then ryan and jared and jessica and Shinaway, all that's oh. eight adults all in the same house which and everybody wants yes. to be informed with every single decision. <gasps> I just remembered something that's a huge, huge part of all of this. What's that? A big problem in the house that I realized. And I've only kind of realized it after living with the whole family for a long time. But what it is, is I put the needs of all of the adults above my own children Oh yeah. because I want to make sure they understand because I, I may, I don't want any adults being mad at me like, or being offended or anything. We're people, ple we're both people pleasers. We are. And it's too easy to put off our kids for and the sake say, of, okay, we adult. have to talk to the adults to make sure that they all understand. And it's like, but we don't often take that time to also sit down all the kids to make sure they all understand. Because they need what's to going be a part of the decisions too. And they need yeah. to be involved. And so in a way, it's like the normal natural growth of our own children that would naturally happen if we were only the only family in the house. Right. Hasn't happened at the same right. speed because um, it took me so long to understand that I was putting the needs of all of the adults above my kids in order to not have anybody offended. And then the kids, you know, kids don't know how they to communicate. They get frustrated and they, they act out and they right, when fight with each other. When kids get frustrated, they don't say, Mom, I'm bothered by this thing that you keep doing. You know, that's not how <laughs> they are. They just, they don't know how to communicate that just because their intelligence level, their conversation, like they're just not there yet. And so instead they whine or they cry or they fight. Like they do all these things yeah. and I'm like, why are the kids being so bad? You know, like. Why are they being mean to each other? Yeah. And so we've had to learn like, oh. Oh, we are putting them off for all of the adults. Okay, guys, you know, and, the, right. and then I have to talk to the adults. Guys, I'm going to be a mom for a while and I'm going to be the only mom. So stop being a parent to my kids. And I just need some time to be the only parent. And also leave me alone. And that actually leads And also leave me alone. <laughs> and <that laughs> and leave them alone. <laughs> that, uh, that actually leads in perfectly to what I want to talk about in our next podcast. Yes. Because that spring we decided we needed to make a change and we needed to get away from the house and the rest of the family. And it was so exciting. So stay tuned. Next week's podcast, we're going to talk all about the big summer trip where we bought an RV and it was just you and me and the kids. 
Yep. And, and you can find this podcast anywhere where podcasts are. Also, on YouTube, we're filming it. And if you are only listening, you'll want to watch because I'm literally holding the most adorable baby that's an angel right now. Just, he's breathing on me. And it's really cute. <laughs> he's breathing on the microphone. Maybe you can hear it. Maybe you could hear him cry. Maybe you could hear him eat. I don't know. <laughs> but you can definitely see him right now and he's cute. So we do YouTube videos. So watch the video. But we also have the <laughs> podcast. Either way, it's perfectly <laughs> acceptable. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really love you guys and all of your support watching the videos. And it's leave us so a comment. It's so nice to talk about all of the stuff that we don't put on the videos here. Have you guys experienced a- as adults living with other adults, like other family members, siblings, How hard was it for you if you did? And what lessons did you learn? Let us know. Yeah. And Hopefully, the you didn't only learn one lesson, and that was that you can't live with other people, because that would be sad. No. <laughs> it's, it's been really good. It's good and bad, just like anything. Yeah. So yeah. We love you guys. Thanks, as always. Beach Theory out. <laughs>